Hello and welcome to edition three of Drinking in the Dark with me. And me. <laughs> Who are you? I am still Natasha and you're I'm still, still Ronan. Well, we're now, t- today we're trialing something a bit different. So We're also we're not drinking in the dark. We are drinking though. Cheers. We're drinking under a quilt because I heard that that reduces echoes for podcasting. That's what some of the professional podcasters are doing these days. This is what we're putting ourselves through. I'm also half naked because it's too hot under this quilt. (laughs) (laughs) So, indeed. Um, Yeah, wow. It's been a bit of a time since we did one as well because (sighs) there is things going on in the world, trying to get in the right headspace to record. It's been... um, it's been a weird time. Well, what are you drinking first? We forgot to say that. Oh, indeed. Uh, I well, actually, you made my drink. Uh, I believe it's rum with white rum with um tonic. Mm, I think a bit of lemonade in there as well. Oh, cool. And I'm drinking Good. whiskey, soda, and ginger ale with a bit of tonic because all those bottles were half finished. So it's a bit of a mixed concoction. Indeed. So, cheers. So, cheers to that again. Cheers to everyone. Listening at home. Yeah. And welcome. And welcome. We're happy to be doing this. It's It's been a while. It's been a crazy time. Uh, we all know what's going on. So we're going to try and not <laughs> go into dissecting, you know, all the information that I'm sure where you've been dissecting anyway. Um, there are so many resources online. Also, in terms of exactly the situation here in Sim, we want to do something a bit different. But this still, is your idea. But still on the same topic. Yeah. Okay, don't... We, it is, we're in this together. We are in this together. It, it is our idea. idea. <laughs> it was your Fine, idea it came me. from me. It did come from me. But it's about you. And it's, it's about basically me. about um, how... What frame of mind uh, builds or preserves resilience and what frame of mind um, we think or I think anyway, is is what's going to get everyone through this really, really strange time. And as we go through more media coverage and information every day, um, people have different reactions to that. Uh, people have different reactions to uh, the new ways that we have to live at the moment all over the world. And that's, I guess, a very unique thing that we, everyone is going through very similar things um everywhere and it's to me anyway become quite clear that what it comes down to is how you how you look at things um and that is something i have to say ronan of all the people uh not to make this all sappy now because we're together but i'm genuinely saying whether or not we would be in a relationship i would say this anyway he is um someone who has a very unique way of looking at life but a way that he is just able to um, be not, it's not about being happy in every situation, but able to get through things um, in a very, in a way that is very resilient, put it that way. So um, before we get to what will, what will be like a little, I don't know, semi-interview with the man himself. This was a job interview. <laughs> What's my prize? <laughs> Oh, that's true. Well, your prize is that you get to continue living here, maybe. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's high stakes, jeez. No, I'm obviously kidding. That would be strange. <laughs> um, 
But first, I just wanted to share a story from someone uh, that I know who shared it with me. And she uh, was embarking on this challenge during this time. And because of the restrictions and everything that's going on, it meant that she would be uh, commuting to uh, someone to to help them uh, who was 40, a 45-minute cycle ride away. So it was quite a big challenge because she doesn't necessarily cycle every day and certainly not 45 minutes away. Um, and it's in a city which is fairly complicated to navigate um, on a bike anyway. And um, she gets on a bike and as she's cycling, uh, she kind of, because the way the filter, the you know, the, the coronavirus lens that we're all seeing the world through now, kind of, you know, it's completely changed how we see interactions with other people. So she gets on a bike and she starts cycling. There must be a lot less traffic, though. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and in terms, that was her only real option uh, in terms of commuting. The yeah, you don't want to get, be getting on a train at the moment. Exactly. <laughs> Public transport, no. So anyway, so she's cycling down the road and um, she starts seeing people on, 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 in her path. And she starts thinking, you know, these are my enemies. Can they get out of the way? I don't want to cycle close to them. And kind of all of her thoughts are fueled by fear. And this goes on for a while. And then she starts thinking, this is ridiculous. You know, I'm here at the traffic light and somebody's a little bit too close to me and they're still very far away. And I'm just turning everyone into this enemy. Everyone is my enemy. I, I can't go on thinking like this for the rest of this cycle ride. You know, I have to think differently because otherwise by the time I get to where I'm going I'm going to be a wreck I'm going to be so anxious so she makes a decision a conscious decision to start as she gets on the cycle bicycle again at the traffic light um, she makes a conscious decision to decide okay I'm now going to see everyone as someone who's in the same position as me we're all going through the same thing they're all trying to just get to where they're going they're probably also equally Scared as well, thinking that everybody's a potential virus. Absolutely. Just start seeing everyone with a little virus lens. <laughs> exactly, absolutely. And so she decides, I'm going to bless everyone I see from my bike. To herself, obviously. She's not going to get off her bike and start blessing people. That would be, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but to herself, in her mind, she's going to say, I'm going to bless everyone that I see. And so she she gets on the bike, she's continues cycling, she sees the first person after she's made this decision. And she says, I bless you. I bless you. The next person says, I bless you. To herself. To herself, of course. <laughs> and it fundamentally changed the ex her experience of this cycle ride. It fundamentally changed it. And I just thought that was such a an amazing example and it's something so simple but first of all to be able to identify that she was seeing everyone through this coronavirus lens um fueled by fear but then also to be able to change her thinking about it the way deciding it's a bit ridiculous and not reasonable and not rational and having such compassion to think okay no actually these people are going through the same thing Hmm. And I think, you know... No, I think that's a very good outlook to have, I mean... Exactly. And so we're going to get into your outlook on life. I mean, even me as well. In... When I first started to see people wearing masks at the shops and stuff here in Zimbabwe, then you start to think, oh, could everyone potentially have the virus? And you start seeing everyone as, yeah, like you said, enemies or not enemies, but 
potential threats to your health and safety or <laughs> things like, okay, it's not a good way to live. You still have to be friendly with people. People are still people. Well, exactly. And I think that's, you know, we've seen, you know, a, not a very nice side of humanity um, come out and all of this where people don't see other people as people and that kind of in, individualistic um, streak in us has become quite prominent. But, um, you know, and I think also fair enough, this is a really tough time. And uh, I mean, to be I th- perfectly right to feel... Absolutely. I mean, people have lost so much on Absolutely. varying degrees. And I think you all know, listening to this, you know, we all are very aware that we are very privileged and so on. But we also do have to acknowledge that also we have lost yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also you listening to this has, has have lost something and everyone's... And it's, it's different very, scales. It's different scales, of but, course. But it's not to say that to diminish anyone else's suffering exactly. because of exactly. the difficulties. If you're feeling anxious or if you're feeling like it's really tough or if you've lost someone or someone, you know, is sick. I mean, all of those or things even are Or even on a smaller scale. Even on, yeah, you could have lost a lot of your work. And or then, work or money or, or money an opportunity to see someone you were going to see because you can't travel. Absolutely. Yeah. We, well, we lost out on our trip. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> you saw where I was going with that. So, I mean, I think it's affected. It's, it's very unique because, I mean, we live in this Zimbabwean context and we see people suffering, but I think it might be hard for people outside of this to necessarily associate with what we're what we see hmm. but now this is something completely unique in the fact that everybody's Everyone. going through it together across yeah. the whole world no matter where you live i mean we have plenty of family members who are uh, their own business owners yeah yeah exactly and, then and they're tough. massively affected yeah yeah so i mean everybody's Everyone. shared suffering so exactly then as you said i can think the best thing we can do is to try and help each other and actually I think, yeah, we'll get through it and then say, oh, that was a weird time. Maybe it'll be the New Year's Year. It'll be BC, before Corona. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the year zero. And then, so 2020 is the new zero. Mm. Yeah, maybe, you know, it's a, re- <laughs> a restart. But I think, you know, it's it's important to acknowledge those losses, but not dwell on, it. Dwell on them. And, yeah, not, yeah. and not, not to say you can't focus on them and think about them, but... but to have the overarching thought being about be, what you actually feel grateful for. And that can be different things to to different people. I know I feel extremely grateful at the moment for people that I have in my life and my support system. Ronan being a big part of that support system, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But um, that's something that I feel. And it's it just, again, it's about how you look at things and how you choose to see things and I think that is what will sort of you know get people through through this year um and also focusing on you know what you're proud of um it's a really silly example and I guess probably mainly girls or at least those with long hair are going to understand where I'm going with this but um (laughs) so um basically doing this whole like new hair routine won't go into that but (laughs) I'm used to having very straight hair because I always straighten my hair and I'm trying not to do that. And so I looked in the mirror the other day and I've just felt this irritation that what I saw was not straight hair because what I saw was my hair being wavy because I'm doing this whole new routine. And it irritated me not to see my straight hair. And then I thought, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm not going anywhere. I don't need, why am I 
getting so frustrated and almost disappointed with myself because I'm not seeing what I expected to see. And then I thought, okay, maybe if I take away that expectation, let me, so I walked away from the mirror and I looked in the mirror again. And when I'm walking over to look at the mirror again, I then decide I'm not going to expect to see straight hair. I'm just going to expect to see some kind of hair in the shade that I know my hair color is to a certain length. That's what I'm expecting to see. And when I did that, suddenly I thought, wow, my hair looks quite nice. And this is a really, you know, trivial example. But in that moment, I actually I just thought, wow, I actually, I don't think I look that bad. You definitely don't look that bad. That's not the point. You know, you <laughs> no, know yeah. what the point is. Like I know, my, I know. My point is Your that I went from thinking, oh, I look so awful today. Yeah. Because I had a ridiculous, unnecessary expectation that I didn't... That expectation about what what shape my hair was that day is not fundamental to my survival. But it still was going to have an impact on my mentality about myself that yeah, day. Which... So it's a very trivial example. And, you know, you can exchange the, the example for anything else. It doesn't have to be about hair. It can be anything but those expectations, I think, um, will also be fundamental. And maybe maybe that's a, a good um, point. Actually, I heard lots of people are putting extra expectations on themselves during this time. They say, oh, now because I'm at home, I have to do this. I have to learn a new language. I have to right. do take up yoga. I have to do all these things I never actually did normally. Which, I mean, it's a great time to try those things if you can, if you want to. But, I mean... I wouldn't be putting any expectations on yourself. This is not normal times. And I think that you shouldn't expect that if you're not productive now, then it means that you're a failure in any way, shape or form. I mean, it's just a different uh, different time than what we're used to. So I suppose you can say, okay, we're going to be in lockdown for a few months. Then, yeah, I will just enjoy that time for what it is. I, maybe I will learn a new language or maybe I'll just take some time out and relax watch some Netflix, play video games, whatever it is. You don't have to feel bad about that. There's nothing to feel guilty about. So, okay, so now let's go to this part, which is my is is my favorite part, which is... Your favorite part. <laughs> so, Ronan, how do you, you know, what you're saying, okay, just sort of enjoy yourself, but how? How are we supposed to enjoy ourselves when all of our freedoms have been, you know, um, clamped down upon? We're... You know, there uh, it's a really scary time. How it is what, scary. how do you how do you, you I guess you don't have the fear to begin with, so you're not combating the fear. But no, yeah, I guess I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not scared of getting corona in the fact that I'm not I don't, out very often. Or is that what you mean by no, like fear of? A, I don't even mean that. I just mean the fear of you know the constant media. Uh, channels regurgitating the same thing over and over about the numbers and you know it doesn't doesn't have to mean that you're scared of getting it yourself it's just that you're seeing all those numbers of the cases oh, yeah, going it up it can and be up scary and up. for sure I mean I, I how do you manage that I have just been well I look at it and it feels kind of distant in some ways uh, I don't really well it's very it's very easy to disassociate myself away from those numbers. You see the numbers rising, and then you just look at it purely from a statistical point of view, which might seem okay. Give cold. us, give us the no. That's fine. That, that's, that's this is what we want to get to. Give us that dis- statistical point. How do you this? How do you see the numbers? And you say okay. Well, it's getting 
worse in some place, but uh, what really is there that we can do to influence them that? So all we can do is look at what's going on or not look at it, whatever we prefer, and then just focus on ourselves. We can't really, not, not a single individual in this world really can influence the numbers to a large extent. Maybe individual leaders of countries can change policies which will have some impact on slowing or not slowing the spread of the virus, but even their hands are a little bit tied in some ways, right? They can't control everything that goes on. And I think once people realize that, then you say, okay, there's nothing I can do about it, so why am I letting it really get right into me? Maybe, I mean, I'm not saying that it's that easy, because I mean, even for me, sometimes you get lost in the numbers and say, wow, that's so many deaths. But then, yeah, I think after a while, it just sort of drowns out or... Hmm. So I'm just... So I just focus more on what you can control, I guess, is the biggest point. Yeah. Which is your own, which is your own well-being and your own happiness and just focus on things that will make you happy. And rather than getting disappointed because you didn't do these things that you expect of yourself, you actually just focus on... And what about if you wake up and you just feel... Because I felt like this, you know, relatively recently. There's just nothing... You know, like the things that I like to do or listen to or the podcasts or the audiobooks or I'm not just I'm just not interested in any of it. Well, I mean, always getting outside is a good idea. I know in most countries you can still do exercise. Uh, I think even here it's a bit difficult to do exercise outside your house, but most people have big houses so they can go for a walk around and get some fresh air because I think that always helps. Uh, but... Then what did I say to you then? I think we went and played a bit of tennis in the backyard and it sort of just takes your mind off it because you're thinking about something completely different and it's um yeah, it's a it's a way to let go of these thoughts. And then when you figure when you, f- you stop playing tennis, you actually stop thinking about it so much because it's it's just a fleeting thing that is stuck in your mind and then Hmm. So, you know, there's only one time ever, I think, in seven years and definitely in, in the past four and a half years that I've seen you brought down by something and that was when we first moved here and it took you a little longer than two days as you were used to to get a new to get a job um it took you a few weeks six weeks I think seven weeks I think it took seven weeks and about week exactly and about week five that was the first time I had ever seen and I think people listening to this like I have struggled with um, ups and downs and uh, you know Ronan in uh, probably I seem stable and I, it's not that I'm not it's just Ronan is on the extreme She's very unstable. stable <laughs> <laughs> help me <laughs> I'm joking don't help me Ronan is uh, very 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 stable and rational and um, just consistently a sunny personality but that was the first time I had ever and also the only time since then that I'd ever seen you well I think maybe. somewhat not desperate but someone somewhat in despair kind of well, maybe I think frustrated sort of thing where you put expectations so, on yourself so I think at that stage I thought I would be able to get a job no problems but then I mean maybe there was a naive view anyway coming to Zimbabwe where there's huge unemployment everywhere and just thinking I could come find a job when I was still on a tourist visa and it's not so easy for someone just to employ me anyway. So I think maybe it was a naive view, but then by putting these expectations on myself, then I think you feel like you're not living up to them, which I think a lot of people do. Um, 
whether they be about a job or about your personal life or about study or whatever it is, I think if you put really hard expectations on yourself and then you're not meeting these expectations, which are probably unfair because, I mean, we're always our own harshest critics, then then you're bound to disappoint yourself and it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy then because then you're not in a good headspace and then you just fall further behind where you want to be and I think it's not really very helpful. Okay, so let me play devil's advocate, which is actually just me on a bad day. Um, what if you are a person that kind of has always lived your life by high expectations on yourself and you feel that that's how you've motivated yourself and you listen to this and you think, well, okay, that might work for you, but... I don't like how I need to have expectations because what, what am I just supposed to do? Have no expectations and sit in bed all day. Yeah. And no, I'm not saying don't have any expectations. I'm saying if you, you've got to be able to realize as well, what expectations are. I mean, cause always you're going to be trying to get the highest thing, the best, this, the, the best score, the best, um, university degree, whatever it is, the best job. But I mean, it's not that realistic, right? To, not everybody can have that and I think then if you do that you're setting yourself up for failure for what you have to look at is just to try and do what makes you happy at the end of the day I think that's much more important than maybe you're saying it you need it to motivate yourself but I don't think that you need to do it so hard then you're so hard on yourself that then you're setting yourself up for failure really I think if, if you're so hard on yourself then yeah it's not a good and then that can be from anything from really big things like jobs or study or it can be small <laughs> things like i want to do yoga five days a week well why not just try it once and then if, yeah see how you go from there if you find the motivation to do it again and if you enjoy it i'm sure you will do it again that's the other thing you i think maybe now's not the time to be setting goals of doing well, yoga yeah, five yeah. days a week is well, that what you're saying yeah i'm saying rather than setting these expectations do what makes you happy. If if you really enjoy yoga, then you will do it multiple times a day, right? Or multiple times a week. Uh, if you if you want to really focus on your studies because you enjoy the course or whatever, then you will find the time to do it because you think, okay, that makes me happy. Rather, you don't want to spend your time doing things that make you unhappy just because you have these expectations or goals. I totally agree. And I think that's really hitting the nail on the head in terms of the expectations. And I think it's really cool that you identified that that's actually, you know, was a source of the frustration also um, when we first moved here. Um, but I know maybe those people are not necessarily listening to this, but I know people who will say, yeah, but I have to make the most out of this time. No, but I have to, I can't just waste this time. Like life is, you know, okay, it's it's a marathon, it's not a sprint, but I, I just, I can't just sit around and tell myself it's okay to, you know, and I think... Life is too short to not enjoy it. That's my opinion. <laughs> I think, yeah, mm. if you can spend your whole life thinking I need, need to maximize every second of every day, then you get to 60 years from now and then what? You're, you're old and say, well, I really wish I actually enjoyed those years when I... I had I had those three months locked up because of Corona, and I've just tried so hard to to make a new project to do this, but I didn't actually achieve anything out of it or whatever it is. I don't know. I think, yeah, always you will never regret time that you enjoyed, in my opinion. Mm. Mm. Well, you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't regret time that you enjoyed because what else is there to being human? I mean. 
Otherwise, I like the saying, we don't uh, live for work. We we work to live. So, yeah. I mean, it's the same for any whatever it is in your life. I don't think if you whatever you're working towards, you do it so that you can live and be happy. You don't. Um, well, that's where a lot of people will. Di- I mean, even I disagree with you. Not even on a bad day, just today, because I feel like I okay. I don't live to work, but I do live to do something meaningful, and yeah, that absolutely. is my work. But then, if you you enjoy, I know you do. You enjoy lots of different parts of that. I mean, yeah. If you spend your time focusing on the things, I mean, because you enjoy it, you will, you'll spend time on it when you're in the right headspace to do so. Mm. You shouldn't force yourself to do it when you're not really feeling up to it, just because that's what I want to do. I want to achieve this, right? Well, I think also, um, specifically in the current situation, there's an, the Economist has an article in terms of what this is doing to people's mental health and um, the article goes into uh, other uh, similar scenarios, um, specifically a person who uh, would be in a in a compound in a war-torn country. The difference being, of course, that in terms of the lockdown, it's similar, but sh- this person could always leave. Um, and there's no escape really to the lockdown policies in our various countries. Um, but the article also goes into the effects of something like that actually being PTSD, which is such a serious uh, mental Disorder, yeah, condition effect, yeah. um, and is mostly, uh, you know, attributed to people who are have gone through a, a very traumatic a stressful event. Um, there are different types of PTSD. I'm not going to go into all of that. But I mean, the most common uh, common f- time that this is brought up, um, this condition is in terms of war and veterans and, and people coming back from that kind of a stressful situation. And now that PTSD is being talked about in the um, context of the coronavirus, um, you know, everyone will is under different policies and restrictions and uh, even within that different circumstances. So I don't think, you know, this is not a blanket thing. Everyone will or will not have uh, uh, that kind of an outcome. But it's just to point out that this is a historical, really, really, historically really difficult time. It is, absolutely, I think. You know, I think you have to acknowledge that and then part of that then comes to not being too hard on yourself. Exactly. Okay, I'm feeling down, but... It's not. It's not nothing to do with you. It's just a situation. So then you say, okay, well, again, what is it you can control within that? I mean, not much really. We can control ourselves, and that's about it. Um, well, maybe what can we control? We can control what we do day to day. We can control, to a certain extent, how we view things, and yeah, I think not much else. Right? We can control. What so we, we eat, need to exercise how we exercise. Whatever. So we basically need to limit our expectations to what we can actually yeah, gen- genuinely influence. I think that's a good which thing is, anyway, in general. And I mean, then within that sphere, we can influence others. Maybe our friends and family, if they're feeling down, you can talk to them. So, but it, or they can help you, maybe vice versa. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean. There's not a whole lot we can do to influence 
the conditions of the virus, right? I mean, right. So I think um, I think we can round this up by saying that there's a few points uh, to take with you. Um, you know, one is just acknowledging that this is a really difficult, strange time. Uh, another is to focus on, you know, what is within your control. Yep. Right. Um, have reasonable, like genuinely reasonable expectations. Or have no expectations. There's nothing, I think a lot of people feel like they need expectations. I mean, or have no expectations. Or ha- having no expectations is perfectly fine at the moment as well. I mean, I, th- I don't think anyone actually needs to feel that they're a disappointment because they don't utilize the time now. Right. And then I think also, um, you know, acknowledging or, yeah, acknowledging what you're grateful for and yep. what you're proud of. And support overall, each other, you know, get around your friends and family if they're having a hard time. I mean, now people are connecting more than uh, before. I know I am speaking to my friends a lot more in Australia because none of us are working much, so we have plenty more time and it's very yeah. good. Um, and I think that's maybe the at least from from my side, the last point is to maybe as a means of distraction, but also as a means of something really good, just to think about, you know, what you can do to brighten someone's day or something that you can offer from yourself to quote the world without sounding too (laughs) dramatic. Um, But, and I think this episode is kind of our... Yeah, no, that's a good point, I think, yeah. Our thing. Our um, contribution to our the world. Today, to the, to, the today, to be fair, we will continue. We'll I will continue. not. This is this is it for me. <laughs> Whether it's, you know, you want to donate. Uh, I have lots of different organizations you can donate to if you're interested. I mean, I'm just saying. Well, if you want or, to play me on Xbox, then you can... <laughs> Brighten Runner's Day by... <laughs> well, I'll brighten your day by beating you up, that's for sure. <laughs> on Xbox or... Um, you know, maybe some show some... recommendations or <laughs> people can share feel free to share any new shows you're watching which yeah. are very interesting or help someone elderly in your neighborhood or you know that's more noble than yeah it doesn't have to be noble i'm just i'm just <laughs> trying telling to, me what tv shows you're I'm watching i'm just trying but... to think you know it's something you know but maybe it, be anything. Maybe it, it can be, anything. be noble maybe it can be you know what is something that you're really good at what is one skill that you have that you now can offer up in the yeah, time of of a of a huge but again crisis. don't set as an expectation no <laughs> this is just an idea suggestions to keep it's yourself just a suggestion busy for you know something that it's more actually about helping you than it's about other pe- helping other people all i've noticed is that i actually feel so much better when i feel that i've done something that has helped someone else what are you doing at the moment just give us a quick rundown what are the things you're doing Oh, well, geez. Yeah. Okay. Well, this this seems like a lot of expectation. Well, I'll give no. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll tell you what mine are. Just so you know, there's no expectation. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Watching Netflix, playing Xbox, playing tennis against how the wall. How does that? How does that relate to helping other people? No, it doesn't. I'm not saying to help other people. Okay, you're saying how you're coping. Exactly. Okay, go on then. Listening to lots of podcasts. So I've got heaps of good recommendations for that. If anyone wants some recommendations for different podcasts besides ours, obviously ours is number one. Obviously. Um, <laughs> The best quality. The best quality. The <laughs> best quality, the best content, the best hosts. Uh, <laughs> other than that, yeah, I well, by supporting other people, I don't know, I just speak, yeah, speak to that, people on I the phone. is probably the easiest thing you can do without going outside your house, right? Yeah. Hmm. I think that's also definitely, for me, I feel like I've 
been able to be there for a lot of different people. When um, you can be, exactly. So like when you can, when you're when in I the right can, yeah. headspace to do it, then exactly. that's a good Not time. Not always, but um, yeah, and like small things, uh, I've redecorated a lot. As you have redecorated. <laughs> I've cooked a lot of different meals for the yeah. first time, which is nice. Again, we, maybe we'll, we don't want to be like... This no, these are just things these are just that, that maybe you're thinking... Yeah, We're just sharing from our yeah. side, not... You know that these are cooking meals while listening to a podcast is actually. There are days where I do very little, um, and that has to also be okay. Yeah, even if you get annoyed at me for playing Xbox for six hours, I didn't do little. I, that was I not supposed to go on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> that's that's the thanks I get for saying how amazing you are, Ronan. <laughs> exactly. No. No, but um. Yeah, we hope that this maybe brighten your day a little bit and stay safe. Keep please stay safe. Wash your hands. Keep socially distant as much as you can. A shout out to all the essential workers because Indeed. we know you guys are still having to go to work while the rest of us are just slacking off at home. And we're very grateful for that, hey? Yes, indeed. I'm I'm not working while the lockdown's on for as long as that takes, which I've got plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. not essential enough. And yeah, I think that's about it, right? It is. We can Thank do cheers. You so much for yeah, listening. thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time we on Drinking in the Dark. We will. Ciao, cheers, ciao. me.